Let's get started. I'm Joe. I'm Brian, and we are Where's the Rulebook Podcast. We're going to bring you a weekly board game podcast for your lunch break, daily commute, or any other time of the day. For season two, we are changing the format. Instead of focusing on one game and going over the rules to play it, we will have a theme or specific game. We'll discuss our opinions, any cool features, some rulings, and any other thoughts that may come up. And because of popular demand throughout last season, we're going to start ranking the games that we talk about. But we have created a custom scale. We didn't want to do a 1 to 10 or anything. So we have our highest being leave it on the table to the lowest being a hard pass. But we'll go over all five options uh, every week we talk about them. Welcome back to Where's the Rulebook podcast. Last week's question, what was your favorite fairy tale? Brian, why don't you give us a start this week for that i i don't feel like i followed a lot of like the non-disney fairy tales if that makes sense like i feel like most of the fairy tales i think of are like the ones that disney have like turned into featured films yeah featured films i feel like i wasn't like huge into as a child i don't think we were into like the off the wall kind of fairy tales that you see out there and a lot of the ones that like Grim Forest talked about like I knew like so like I feel like it's maybe also my favorite Disney movie maybe not but I think I would have to go with like the Aladdin oh that's like unfortunate. so cool I feel is that yours <laughs> yeah mine was Arabian Nights so. yeah I feel like Jeez, I like Jungle man. Book a lot but that's a that's like so Disney I don't think that came from a, terry, a fairy tale I think Jungle Book might have been an actual novel. Maybe. I don't know where it came from, but I feel like I like that one a lot too. But the it's not a fairy tale, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> at one point when I was in high school, my friends and I started reading some of the grim fairy tales. And they're messed up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all of them are. And I think Disney is taking out the bear rabbit stuff soon because i think it's like pretty racist the what like the bear like the winnie the pooh bear rabbit all those like are they not tied together am i thinking rabbit is in winnie the pooh yeah but like the the bear like the b-r-e-r -E like it's like the bad guys from winnie the pooh the huffle puffs i don't know the, the big huffle puffs from I don't remember what it's called. It's the elephants, right? No. They're like, there's like a bear and like a... Winnie the Pooh. No, like the bad guy bear. There's no bad guy bear in Winnie yeah, the Pooh. there is. It's an elephant. It's like the huff, the, the huffle wuffle ups. Yeah, bear rabbit and bear fox. Bear rabbit? Yeah. They're like the bad guys who... I haven't seen Winnie the Pooh in like 50 years. I'm not even 50. And maybe that, you know, that, that, yeah, that definitely is a, yeah, that's, that's Winnie the Pooh. I just Googled it. Fandom. Winnie the Pooh. Bear Rabbit. Bear Fox. Heffel Lumps. That's what I thought you were talking about. They're, they're the bad guys. They're the, uh, these ones are too. Maybe there's multiple storylines. There's a multiverse of Winnie the Pooh. I'm actually, so now Winnie the, the Pooh Winnie is Pooh free. Uh, they don't have any domain rights anymore because it's been long enough. So now it's like free domain IPs or whatever. I'm really hoping Unmatched does a Winnie the Pooh set. I think that would be so much fun. <laughs> I, I just think that'd be hilarious to be like 
eat honey. <laughs> Slow down, stuff like that. Robin Hood, I'm going to shoot you with an arrow. Eat honey, heal. <laughs> no, uh, yeah, so it's kind of boring, but my fairy, fairy tale also is Arabian Nights, uh, which I don't think is classified as a fairy tale because it's, it's Arabian Nights is its own series. It's of, its own series, yeah. But I, I would consider that to be my, my favorite. They're very enjoyable. I'm just looking at like different fairy tales from different countries. It's crazy. There's so many. But I'll, I'll kick us off this week. So we're doing another tangent episode where we're going to go through and discuss essentially what would happen if, and in my mind, I took it this way. What would happen if you had to start over? Yeah. I, I pictured my house burnt down. Yeah, I went pretty grim, I feel like, with my house and losing everything. And, and I had to, and I had nothing in my pocket but yeah. a few bucks, and I wanted to start back up. Where would, I, where would I start, knowing what I know? Yeah. Not like a fresh like person in the industry, but like if I had to start over. Yep, that's exactly where I went. Like, had to start over, had, for whatever reason, lost all of my games, and only had, like you said, different money yeah. values insurance paid for nothing insurance didn't cover them which i guess they probably wouldn't cover most i, I tenderize them <laughs> uh, but yeah Not so that's I what i did too itemize itemize uh, <laughs> but yeah that's kind of what i did too and then we did three categories of prize just to make it a little bit longer i was surprised at how different each of my categories were i the 50 was the hardest the 50 me. was really hard so we did 50 <laughs> 100 and 250 thinking that yeah. let's do oh i did 200 oh you did 200 yeah whatever and a 250 no i did 50 200 i did 50 100 200 oh i did 250 150 250 yeah whatever um, it's fun <laughs> but and so yeah the, the 50 was definitely the hardest oh for sure because it's like and I, I we don't know i try those lists yet it's like do you buy one game or do you buy multiple games exactly um and that was really hard and then like if i had 50 and then I later, I didn't do like, oh, I already get my $50 ones. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, uh, double. I, there's some, I, some of mine carry through, not all three, but some of them are on multiple, but no, I didn't say like, okay, now I have $150. I get to keep my $50 ones. Like I'm like, each of these are starting over from, from scratch mm. for me. We saw that I saw this on YouTube, uh, all you can board. They saw it from another podcast. Because um, they said that in the beginning. I forget the podcast name of who they saw do it. Um, but we just, I reached out and said, hey, I want to do that too. Do you care if I do it? And they said, do it. That's sweet. So we're doing it. So we also used a little bit of Amazon board game. Uh, is it boardgameoracle.com? Oh, shoot. I don't have the top of my head. You sent me the link. I think it's boardgameoracle. Yeah, boardgameoracle.com. Uh, for U.S. prices, and we both did like the average price over the last seven days, and so not the cheapest it's been the last seven days, or not the most expensive it's been. But we tried to do this. We both did our our counts as of like yesterday, so as close to when we're recording this as those prices are available online today too. So trying to make it as as variable as possible. I would have loved to like go into a board game store and been like, okay, what do we have on the shelf and do it? But like, I feel like we'd have to have went somewhere else. <laughs> we'd have to go to a bigger we town. We had to travel to like Grand Rapids. Yeah, because I feel like 
It's too. I could easily spend fifty dollars at any of our board game stores in town, but I wouldn't get the car like the games I'm about to talk about. I don't know if I would be able to get any of the games I'm about to talk about actually. Uh, you could get all my games. All your fifty dollar ones, yeah. or just all your games in general. So I can kick us off with this one. For the fifty dollar one, what I did was originally I started listing off all the games I would really like to own. That if I said, okay, what games would I just want to keep no matter what? Unfortunately, most of those were like 50. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, shoot, I really, I, I tried to picture like myself starting out, whether I was A, had to get my only board game or B, someone trying to get into board games. You don't want to buy, if you have only $50, you don't want to get one game. Yeah. It feels, it kind of hurts. I struggle with that one a lot because I was like, do I just get one game that I know I'll like one of those keep it on the tables for me sure but, but I didn't <laughs> I, I did the same thing I wanted a few games different mechanics yes. different player counts I did the same thing and just tried to make it because in my mind I was also restarting my collection I wasn't just saying let's keep one of my games that I yeah. have so I wanted to be like if I was going to start over with these games so do I want more than I one game or more? have one staple I did pick out. I said, you know what? If I had to start over, I would definitely get this. And that's Cascadia. It's $35 yeah. on average. And I think that whether you're playing it with someone new, someone experienced, uh, your spouse, friends, yep. it's pretty much a no-brainer for me. Yeah, It is such a solid game. It's a leave it on the table for me, which I don't remember what we rated it probably something really I know high. I left it there that was before you owned it I think so you might have had it at like the one right oh, below that but I did buy it yeah. <laughs> you have since bought it and it, left it on the table it is one of and it's such a simple game yeah it's so easy to travel with it's if I had $50 I 35 of it would be at Cascadia. 35 of it would be Cascadia it's it's hard to beat a game yeah that has invoked that much fun and playability. Yeah. You can play... The game has so much variety. Absolutely. It's going to be different every time. Yeah, that one did not make my $50 list. But... I struggled. I struggled with that one and another one that we'll talk about, but... I, I struggled with putting it on the 50, but I thought, you know what? If I had to start over, this one's worth it. Yeah. Now, when so it comes... 15 more dollars. I have 15 more dollars. 15's I, a hard dollar amount, by the way. I actually made it work because I said, okay, $15 left. What would I get that's $15? And I do have an honorable mention, <laughs> and that is Love Letter. That's a good honorable mention. The problem with Love Letter and the problem with the one I did end up picking is you need three people. Yeah. And even with three... It's okay. Yeah. It's really a game that excels with the group. Yep. I would that's agree. why it's on there. Because if you. Is that like 12 bucks or so? What is that? It's like, it was actually like 10 to 15. Yeah. It's it depends on which figure. version you yeah. get. Yeah. Because there's different. The Batman Bat and Marvels. Yeah, and... So you could get Google Fancy. Yeah. <laughs> but I ended up going with Citadels. Okay. I thought about looking at that one. I, I looked at the price of it and I was like, ah, I, I left it off. It's. Off all it's my. It's been list. around for a while. Yeah. But it's because it's really good. It is good. You can play it with, you have to at least have three people again. Yeah. Which, that's why I I have, feel like I would agree with your choice there of choosing Citadels over Love Letter, Love Letter for the $15 price point. You get way more out yeah. of it. The replayability, I think game. it's more of a game, more of a full board game and less yeah. of a group social activity. 
it, love letter is great fun like we've talked it's about fast. i bring it to weddings all the time i usually in my like bag that's the thing though is like, it's so easy and small it yeah. doesn't need a table it has a lot of benefits but i would agree if i was starting over i would get citadels over because i love letter i try to imagine like okay these are the only games i have so i'm playing with friends i want to play games yeah so these like yeah i was also assuming my level of want to play games isn't changing in this scenario i just apparently lost my game collection yeah yeah because <laughs> it's not like oh i'm just gonna buy this game and never play it like i still want to play games every day i struggled and i, I hope i can't wait to hear yours because i struggled with picking out like four small games but i thought man I don't really want to play some of those small games. Yeah. I don't want to do it just because it's 50 bucks. So I went with a game, Cascadia, and then Citadels is another game, and it's great because they're both small. Yeah. At least the one I have. Don't get the... Don't get the... <laughs> don't get that random big box. Big box. It's so empty. Yeah. I'm sure it's big for a reason. I don't... Yeah. We still don't know. I, I'm just going to have to buy it one day just to open it and see what's in it. But what about you? So for 50, I did... I mean, we like to talk about, we did the same planning. I wanted to get the most bang for my buck. I think I did that for pretty much all of my selections. I wanted to have multiple players be able to play multiple styles and just go from there. Cascadia was definitely on my thought. It was one of the first ones I looked up the price. At 35, I was like, I want to get more games. So I went Cartographers as my first one. Oh, I a, had that. At about 25 down. bucks. I like, had it. 25 i saw it for 20 i think it's 23 i think okay. is the average but yeah it's as low as 19 i think um for mid 20s that's what i bought mine for yeah so like absolutely must have i feel like and then so funny i wrote that down for my next one I, we have never played this one together but i play it often enough it was also my second collection second choice because i had another game in there which falls in Oh, I don't think the other one ever. Oh, it didn't make the list. Um, so I went with Yam Slam. It's a $9 game. It's that like... Never played it. <laughs> it's talk like, about it yeah, a lot. It's a good travel game. It's great for the beach. It's great for wherever you're going. It has its own rolling container. It's 9 bucks. And then there was another game. I actually have never played this one, but I've played other versions of it. And I did some research, and apparently it's exactly the same. I went with Munchkin Light which is just Ooh. a smaller version of the original Munchkin game. It's all the same cards and everything, apparently. But I love Munchkin. It's well, that's smart, but it's also dangerous. Munchkin Light was $17 right. compared to the full game at like almost 30, oh, 25 to 30, sure. I believe. But I've never actually even seen this Munchkin Light version. But yeah, apparently it's just a little bit smaller box. It has the same number of counts for door cards and treasure cards. It's just as a smaller collection. And I love Munchkin, and it's such a replayable game. Again, you're going to need to have at least three people. You probably want four or five people to play in that game. Uh, so that one does have some player limitation, but it's playable too. I just have never done it. But I feel like that's a hard, how you're going to help them and then not help them I don't, yeah so it's a weird at two but it's playable so that was my three at fifty dollars it's interesting that we went different ways it's interesting that i like you went the way i originally thought about doing it which i split it up because i had cartographers 
uh, Citadel's Love Letter, and I, I, I don't have them anymore because I erased a lot of them. Yeah. But I had uh, several small games, or Cheaty Mages was there, of games that added up to 50. But then I, I, was, I struggled because I was like, you know, I don't want to just have grab and go. Yeah. I wanted to have a board game, so I ended up sacrificing it. Yeah, for absolutely. Yeah, Cartographers is the closest to an actual board game probably on that so list. Good though. <laughs> um and Munchkins is you know obviously a card game. I, I would have had Cartographers if it wasn't yeah. for the fact that it was five dollars too expensive. Yeah. yeah. That was that's I run when I first threw Cascadia in there and a few other ones. I was like, oh that's I'm already way more than fifty bucks. Like I don't how am I gonna change these? So the next category we did different amounts. I did a hundred, you did one. So while we were talking I just changed it. Oh, okay. <laughs> I had an honorable mention oh. that I couldn't decide between. I just added it. So okay. now it's 150. <laughs> well, I did 100 for the next one. You said 150. 100 and then 250. Okay. Well, I changed my 250 as well. So I'll go back and change the one. <laughs> so what did you do in the second one? So uh, in the second one, let me just change this real quick. Yeah. The second one, I had a crisp $100 bill trying to spy, buy some games. So... Uh, I feel like we're going to have some of the same games here. So, for one, I had Wingspan. 55. Yeah. I also went Did not with, make my list. Really? Yeah. I We actually played it yesterday, funny enough. And it was the first time I actually played the one expansion. The Oceana. Oh, Wingspan. I, was, I, was, <laughs> I thought you were going into the next game. And I was like, what game? We didn't play an expansion with, with Verdant. <laughs> <laughs> no, we played Wingspan. Yeah. And... So technically, yesterday we played Wingspan, Europe, Ocean, and Asia. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, because you have all the birds. Yeah. We I... didn't do the Karma tokens because that's only like a two-player thing. But sure. Which came with Asia. Just the Wingspan game alone is so fun. It's so good. And playing it with the expansions just made me think like, wow, these actually made the game. Yeah. It was really better. cool. I don't remember exactly, but like I think. Europe brought in end of round scoring birds, which I know you saw a few of last night. Yep. And then I think Oceana brought end of game. What what brought the nectar tokens? Oceana brought nectar. Gotcha. Yeah. Um. And then Asia brought a few other things. They and they all brought new. First thing you mentioned, like these, all these scoring round end of round goals are all so different. Yeah. Because they all brought moth. Right. Yeah. And I love that there's in. <laughs> I brought it up because we had the one that said birds at the beaks pointing to the right. And you're like, well, I have one that's looking straight forward. And my wife and I are both like, well, in the rule book, it doesn't count. Because, <laughs> like, they literally have a list of every bird <laughs> that doesn't count for right or left. It's like, that one's looking straight forward. does count. So, Wingspan is on your $100. Yep. So, it's 55 Yep. So, I was left with 45 And I have an honorable mention, which I'll put before in there. And that was, I took off Castles. Castles didn't make my list. Doesn't make any of mine. It is still one of my favorite games. It is up there in my top three for sure. I actually just got it for the first time a few months ago. So it's just like, I've went this far without it, even though I love it. I probably don't need it again right away. I love that game. I think that game is so fun. But unfortunately. How much was it? I didn't even look up the price. 50 I, bucks. Okay. It was 50 even. I went with Mysterium. Okay. For 45. Two games for 100. I I I really wanted to split it up. But 
I saved that for my my big one. My two big <laughs> uh, again, we went different. None of these are the same as yours. Um, for hundred bucks, I again went with. But I with the games I went with are games that are not. So I wanted to do two different varieties. So just before, yeah. not to cut you off, Mysterium being cooperative. Yep. Being a mystery, big. It can play a lot of people. Yeah, eight, I think seven or eight. And Wingspan being a competitive points. Yeah. And I picked both of those for the fact that they're very, both very very fun. Yep. They're in my top lists. They can be played with two completely different audiences, or even mm-hmm. the same audience. Yeah. And they're great no matter how many people you have. Two. Yeah. Two to four for Wingspan, and then up to eight for Mysterium. With Asia, you can play even more players now. Can you really? Up to six with Asia. Woo! Yeah. So many. They have a whole thing that, like, the two players go at the same time. There's another, like, board that you put in the middle. And, like, players one and player six does their actions at the same time to speed the game up. Well, I haven't done it because I don't have six friends, but they have that option. But, yeah, that's only the Asia expansion. So, yeah, for my hundred, I, again, went with... I want to buy as many things as I can. I know. Um, and I think some of these will be pretty surprising to you. Again, some of these that we've never played together. Um, Yam Slam made the list again. Um, so for another $10 game, it's on there. So I had to round up to get to 100 so it made sense. Oh, you know what I did different? Not to cut you off yeah. for a second time. Yeah, you just, just go ahead and take over. I'm going to do it a third time now. Let me just take my mic off. I don't even need it. Actually, yeah, just read my list for me. <laughs> You see what's on there. Oh, Lane Am Slam. <laughs> no, I didn't duplicate because I figured that I had 50 and then I saved up 100 and then I saved up 250. Oh, so you plan on keeping each yes. category. Okay, so I did not plan on keeping. I, I didn't assume that when I walked in, like, oh, I only have 100. Yeah, so I did I, that for each of mine is I only I had, had 50. I played the games. I have 100. It was like I had three different starting points. Gotcha. Kind of thing. But Well, oopsie. Yeah, same thing. Um. So, yeah. Yam Slam is on there for sure. Wow, Yam Slam, no kidding. Yeah, never would have guessed. Uh, another one that the two of us have never played, but it was a fairly cheap one. Okay, all my games are going to be pretty cheap. Uh, King Domino. Um, it's a tile placing game. It's pretty fun. There's also there's a few expansions out there for it. It's a $20 game. Um, Canopy uh, got thrown out there. It's a two-player only game. Have we played that? It sounds so familiar. We haven't. I have quite a bit, but we've talked about it before. It looks like parks. It's all about wildlife and trees. And... Is that the dog game? Nope, that dog that's dog park. Okay. That's not on my list. <laughs> <laughs> um, one that I know you love is Here to Slay. Oh, Made the list at $19. It's the base game? Yeah, just a base game. I couldn't afford any of the expansions at a, at 100 And then I went with Unmatched Robin Hood versus Bigfoot for another $20. Just one unmatched. Yeah, so two player only in that case. Okay. The other ones were another 10 or 15 bucks to get the four player games. And all the four player games so far have one weak hero in my mind. The three player ones are pretty solid. Again, but they're another 10 or 15 bucks. So I figured for 10 or 15 less dollars, let's get two solid heroes of Bigfoot and Robin Hood. Mm-hmm. They're both great heroes. Bigfoot especially. Yeah, and so I figured let's do those ones. All the other ones I went through like Little Red Riding Hood is fantastic, but Beowulf is like yeah, I don't really, I don't super I, care. Oh, he's a, he's good. But like, Beowulf. What's the one? Sinbad. 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 Yeah, that came in a four pack. Oh. And so those ones were another 15 to 20 bucks and I was like 
I'd rather get some of these other ones. So yeah, I went with a two-player unmatched of uh, Robin Hood and Bigfoot, which I think is the maybe the first one I ever saw when I was in California. I think it might have been Robin Hood and Bigfoot. I don't remember. You bought like four of them when you first got it. Well, yeah, when I first got them, but not when we first when I first saw the game. I didn't buy any. I came home and started looking at it, trying to figure out what is this thing I saw. <laughs> I think it was Robin Hood and Bigfoot. It might have been Little Red Riding Hood and Beowulf, but either way, it was a two pack one for sure. But I don't, I've never pl- we never played Little Red Riding Hood actually. I have. You have? Yeah. Is it okay? Yeah, she's fine. She has like a whole like she has a basket. So as you discard, like the top card in your discard is like in your basket. So it's a really fun little hmm. feature. I don't think but, we've ever played Beowulf. Yeah, I don't super care about Beowulf. Like him as a character. It's funny that he's there. Yeah. There's a lot that I haven't really, because I don't really super care about like King Arthur. I think you played King Arthur played when King we first Arthur. got it. Wasn't that great? Because Merlin's very weak. Yeah, he's, he's one of the worst, I think, overall. But it sucks. Because you want him to be good, but even his best card is Yeah, good. there's a lot of like Great. player made decks for him, like reskins yeah, that make that. him decent. <laughs> Which sucks because I feel like he could be just. He shouldn't be so good, I feel like. I mean, you could probably reskin him. Yeah, I could, but I, I haven't cared enough. I have enough other ones that I don't care that <laughs> I haven't needed to do that. Game just launched on all the portable systems, so now it's on Switch and iOS and Android and everything. Part of the fun of that game is playing in person. It is, but I am still debating on getting it like on my phone or something so you I can get just play. Out if you do. I just don't play the board game a whole lot. That's what makes it fun. It does make it fun, but every time we play it, we play something new and it's fun. Yeah. Two fifty. Two fifty. This is where it gets good. I have a list of numbers so 250 i was surprised at how much i could get for 250 so i went hard in one thing you bought all of marvel champions hell yeah i did (laughs) (laughs) no i actually did a bunch of math to figure out like the best (laughs) you need there are 42 champions and there are 42 champions on average a champion was about 12 to 15 dollars i did 15 because it's usually the markup you'll find in stores yeah you can't buy that many for two. <laughs> so I I was like, you know what? If I was getting into this game right now, what would I do? To kind of list out, because we've talked about Marvel Champions a lot. It's a living card game. This It's a cooperative. You play as one hero. The deck is 40 cards, and you verse a villain together. Yeah, one to four players. One to four players. Five if you want to have someone play the villain. Technically not, like official but it works just four people already the villain has a lot to do yeah so i usually will play the villain yep just because it's easier to run the table but you're all playing against the villain together you're trying to basically beat the villain up and stop him before he does nasty villain stuff yeah that's it the game has crazy variety because it's a living card game you can swap out cards between decks you can enhance them make them better if you want most of the decks are did you ready. deck build in your $250? Did you buy decks just for cards? No, I did not. <laughs> I did not. I did not. I said, you know what? It's not worth it. So I did not. Some are worth it. I own like two of every hero. Yeah. Because I Cause you, yeah, swapped all the cards. There's some really decks. good cards that only come with certain heroes. And there's and... only like one. So if you buy the base game, the base game is $55. The base game is the first one. And a lot of the heroes are just okay. Yeah. Like Tony Hark. Tony Hark. Tony Tony Stark. Hark, pro skater. Tony Stark is good. Yeah. America's good. 
She-Hulk's okay, but the problem with the first game is you only get enough to build two decks. Yeah. And then you get a bunch of stuff. But you get a lot of good cards. You do. And you have to have the base game to play all the other villains, technically. Because it comes with the yep. standard cards. Comes with standard cards. For the standard villain cards that you need. And it comes with it comes with three villains. Yeah. And they're pretty good. Yeah, they're fun villains. They're Rhino's good. like the tutorial. Yeah. Claw and Ultron. And yep. Ultron's hard. Ultron is hard. So that's 55. There are currently four expansions in the game. And I say expansions, but they're kind of standalone. Yeah. Because well, other than the standard cards from the base game. Seven standard cards. Yeah, those darn seven cards. The the expansions are different genres. Yep. They each have a series of villains. It's a scenario. Yeah. And you play like a campaign, and they come with two heroes. Yep. Ready to go. That's they're all forty. So that I'm at ninety five. Wait, so you bought one. One of them. Which one are you getting? So I would have gotten the mutant one. Okay. Only because it's the newest. And I kind of like... The heroes are their best, I feel like, in that one compared to the other scenarios. The spider one is also really spider good. One, yeah, spider one. Yeah, sinister... Yeah. Oh, something. Miles. Yeah, Sinister Motives. Sinister Motives. It has Miles and Gwen Stacy. Yeah, that one is good. Uh, Ghost Spider. So that's what I would have picked. But there's the, the one with there's the one with Thanos. Yep. There's also... Get the, Rocket in that one, I yep. believe. Yeah. And there's the Hydra one, which is the first one, yeah. which is okay. Yep. Hawkeye's all right. Spider Woman's pretty good. Yep. But getting the one of those expansions, I would have been at 95. There are solo villains. And the solo villains, there are five of them right now. Five or six. There's, there's, doesn't matter what. There are 20, though. And the solo villains are just villains. Yep. It's its own scenario. You fight one villain, usually with a couple stages. I would have gotten the Green Goblin because it's my favorite one. Sure. A lot of people say they like Kang. Yeah. Because he was fun. Did you play against Kang? Yeah. I don't remember if we played with each other. Uh, maybe, we did, maybe I did that one solo. Kang's cool because Kang has four forms. Yeah. And you each fight a form of Kang. Yep. Which is kind of cool because it, it makes cool. sense with his whole like multiverse. That's the thing. All of them are so themed so well, I feel like, with villains and yep. heroes. like. Because Green Goblin is crazy. Yeah. He's constantly sw- switching between Norman Osborn yeah, and he just can't control it. He can't. He's just going nuts. He's back to normal. Nuts. Back to normal. And I, w- I personally like the Green Goblin one, so I would have gotten that. Yeah, both of the Green Goblin because you have the two options of playing like the Norman, I, the Norman. Well, there's like the there's one the, the storyline of the scenario is Norman and Green Goblin are fighting for control. Yeah. So he's constantly flipping back and forth between business yep which is like he does the campaign yeah. and then the crazy which he's just killing everybody yep and then he's the crazy took over and now he's spreading the virus across yeah the and both of those are so good like playing through they're, them they're great they're great yeah. campaigns and then heroes so now you're at 110 110 or 15 math works out when yeah this. i said okay there's 42 champions <laughs> what can i get I can get exactly nine heroes. With nine heroes, you have a plethora of variety. Yeah. And with nine heroes, I can even pick the ones out I know my friends would like. Not just me. I can balance it. I can yeah. say, okay, there's two, there's technically only two heroes in the base, plus yeah. the two, two in the expansion. Yeah. It's four plus nine. You're up to 13. And 13 to 16 depending on how you want to play out the other ones 
It's a lot of heroes. Yeah, that's a good, good selection. So I could be like, okay, my one buddy really likes Doctor Strange. I'll make sure to just grab one. And I have a lot of aggression. I'll just get some Black Widow as thwarting. And I'll just kind of, you yeah. know, I'll, I'll spread it out. And it will create such a solid base. Who'd you two. get for defense? Who Protect, would I get? Yeah, for protection. Right now, I would probably, if I went with the mutant Genesis one, Colossus. Oh, yeah. He comes with he it. He comes with that one also. He can have two tough counters. Yep. And he is really sweet. He also comes with uh, Kitty, uh, Shadow Cat. She can like go phase through walls. Yep. You could take all of the, the tough cards, make her tough. Oh, wow. And she's got a really broken mechanic that if she blocks... You can like activate something to make her phased, so she blocks but takes nothing because they face through her. That's pretty cool. So, all right, so nine heroes. Did you list out nine, or did you just plan on? I, I nine? just I would just get nine. Okay, that, that would have been a lot of work <laughs> for this half hour podcast. <laughs> a base game, expansion, solo villain maybe. Yeah, I couldn't decide because if I decide not to get a solo uh, solo villain and two heroes. I could get another campaign. Yeah. Or solo villain and one hero. Yeah, solo villain and one. So if I forego the solo and one hero, I could get the, the campaign and get two heroes and a full campaign. Yeah. Advance, which is what I do. Yeah. The, Spider the Spider-Man one would probably be up there for me. It's really good. Sinister Six. And Miles is super fun to play, and he's solid. They're both great. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I, I totally went full living card game. I, if I had 250, even if I even if I had nothing and I started with 250, I'd probably still go back into Champions yeah. first. I think the game is fantastic. It's ridiculously fun, addictive. <laughs> I almost did Crisis Protocol, but that's way too expensive to buy in. Yeah. It'd be hard for 250. And I figured, you know, it, it's hard. You need room. It's only two player. With Champions, up to four. Yeah. And I could... Yeah, one to four, so you can play solo. You can play solo. Which is which, which is, is great. great for restarting a collection. And if I wanted to and got really smart with it, I could mix and match all the decks to make them better. Yeah, it, there's just so much variety. Interesting. I, I think did not expect a living card game. I expected you to get the base somewhere in there. You didn't expect. I didn't expect hard. you to go all the full amount for that one. I struggled because at one point I thought about just getting like five board games, but then I was like, man, I got seven. Yep. <laughs> but I thought, you know, at, at its core, this is just like the game that keeps on giving. Yeah. I almost, I almost said like I instead of all the villains and stuff, I would get just all the heroes. But I thought the you fun need, is in the villains. Yeah, you need some of the villains because you're gonna get really bored just playing three. the first three. Even if you even though they hard. are good and even on hard, like they're they can be difficult. But like once you have it figured out, it's like okay, yep. Right. You get War Machine, you can just kill all the minions, and then Ultron's not that hard. <laughs> right, if I get War Machine or Rocket. Yeah. Well, no, Rocket's only in the... Uh, Rocket's in the uh, Gal scenario. Galaxy yeah. Wanted. Galaxy Most Wanted, yeah. So. I'm, one of these days, yeah. I'm going to do a whole episode on Marvel Champions. <laughs> It'll be a solo, because I'll be sitting here by myself <laughs> talking to myself. I'll talk about them. I know all those things. Go ahead. So 250, I again went same plan before is get as many games as I can. At this point, I no longer was worried about that $50 game. 
which I was surprised. I was like, okay, I'm gonna get like 150 and then a whole bunch of other things. But 250 lasted a lot longer than I thought. So Wingspan is finally on my list. Hey. Uh, then I went right. with two different worlds. What I went that? Small World oh. <laughs> and Dinosaur World, uh, <laughs> both in uh, in there. I was like, two different worlds? What game is that? <laughs> so Dino War- Dinosaur World and Small World. Fantastic games. Uh, then I went with some cheaper ones just to fill out the rest because those are all, you know, right there around that 50. I mean, I think Small World's 51, Dinosaur World's 52. Uh, so then I went Tiny Epic Zombies. Uh, which was a 20-ish dollar game. Zo- only zombie game on my list. I liked it a lot. I know you didn't care for it as much. I think it's my favorite Tiny Epic one that I've played so far. More than Galaxies? Yeah, Galaxies is fun, but I feel like Galaxies isn't, it doesn't have the replayability as much because there's not as many things that you're interacting with. Uh, I did look at Galaxies a little bit cheaper, so I'm like, okay, maybe, but it worked out, so it was fine. Cascadia made my list here. At the 30, what was it, 35, something like that. Uh, so that one's on the list. And then two more from my original 50 came back of Cartographers and Munchkin Light to round out the list. So If you had already owned the ones on the bottom, what would you have gotten? If I have already owned the Cartographers and Munchkin Light, that would have given me 30, 40 more dollars. I probably would have been looking into probably Azul. It was 36. I looked at Azul too. Um, solid, a lot of fun. I would get the base game. I haven't played all the standalone games, but. You own Stained Glass. I own Stained Glass, and it's fun, but I think the base game offers more fun and more replayability. And I do better at that one than I do the Stained Glass one too, so that helps. <laughs> um, Stained Glass one is harder to think through kind of like when we were talking about last night with verdant like it has that random level that it's like you can't really get a full strategy however i think i may have figured out (laughs) verdant maybe because i both games now i've done practically the same thing and did well (laughs) We'll keep it when we talk um but yeah so it's it's enough random that it's like hard for me to figure out the full strategy so i lose often in the stained glass but the normal one i can generally either win or at least be close to winning so yeah i think azul would make that list if i didn't have to rebuy cartographers and munchkin but at that time when i was doing it i had azul obviously i knew the price out off the because it's in my notes but (laughs) i knew the price of it because it was in my notes so i had it right there but yeah i figured i'd rather have munchkin and cartographers if i didn't have previous ones but man we need to talk about dino world we need to play Dino World more. It's been a while. I think that might be the funnest worker placement game I've played. Yeah. And the hardest. It's hard and it's fun and it takes two hours. The theme is amazing. It was so fun. The pieces are great. Great layout. And it's it hard. $52.08. That was a game when we were done. I, I remember sitting there being like, my brain hurts. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, when we played it and learned it at the same time, I mean, it took a while, but it was so much fun. I want to play it so bad. Yeah, and it was on when I was looking through. I was like, okay, I want to, and I felt like if I only had these seven, I would have more chances to play it. <laughs> That's fair. So I was like, perfect. Maybe I'll play it more often. 
I did look a lot trying to figure out I just couldn't find one of the two packs of Dice Throne that I like would choose to put in some one of these. That's the hard part is because if I could pick two separate ones, I probably would have been able to. But like how much is the big box? Like over 100. Ugh. But it comes with eight. The problem with Dice Throne, and there's one problem. If Adventures came with two heroes, I mean, maybe that one, because then you could play the heroes. And I guess you can play. There is modes to play with the fallen heroes against pvp but it's kind of cool so it has four i guess technically the problem with dice throne is simply and i think i found this out through playing the adventures i don't want to keep playing the same one over and over again yeah i want to switch them up and play every time people. i want to switch kind of the how we you know how we do unmatched we play i think i've only played the same person like twice in total yeah. You switch every time. Yeah. And by the time I played them all, I'll go back to the first and I'll forget. Exactly. With Dice Throne, it's like, I want to play someone new every time. Because that's what makes it fun is playing yep. different heroes against different yep. heroes. But in the adventures, it's just the same. Yeah. I've been doing it for seven scenarios now and it's like, I want to play something else. We're almost done. I know. Two, one more protocol, one more uh, crawling and one more boss, right? No, we just did a scenario. So it's one more boss. Then a scenario, then the final boss. Oh, yeah, we have the monk next. Yep. yep, so we have monk. Monk, scenario, final boss. Is, is, unless there is a scenario before the final boss. Yeah, there's the yeah, others. Yeah, so it's monk, scenario, and then fallen king. Ugh. So we have three more. Game's fantastic. I just, I wish there was an ability to switch. To switch. Yeah. That's it. I just want to switch. Yeah, just play someone different. I like the game a lot. Yeah. I just don't want to play the same one again. Yep. And that's why I was when I only could get two of them. I was like, I. They all have one really one I like. Not all of them, but most of them have one that one, I like. Yeah. And the other one, I'm like, I don't really care about that one. So I did that I'm, on purpose. Yeah, exactly. Same with unmatched. Yep. And so I was like, I wouldn't buy if I if I was so limited to only being able to get one box of two. I don't know which one I would. I don't think I would get one. That's why I went with unmatched instead. Because I was like, I would be happy to play either of these heroes. I would want more, but Small World. Yeah. Surprise I made your list. I love Small World. We don't play it. No, we don't play a lot of the games that we have. I mean that's fair. <laughs> Small World is one of my favorite games. We played it a long time ago. Yeah. We played it for a bit actually when we first met. Yeah. But then we didn't play. I guess we've just been playing new games literally yeah, that's, every day since. That's the hard part is it is one of the games when someone's like, hey, I like want to get a little bit more into board games like that's one of the first ones i suggest it's really good because it has it's different enough it has like some of the mechanics from like the the standard gateway games but then they just make the mechanics kind of like risky risk like make them so much better and you like actually understand the mechanics while playing it and the, the map conquering part and the only problem with that game is the number of pieces it's overwhelming if you're not if you don't they know. do a good job with the game trays to like oh, yeah, things the everything awesome. together but it is yeah we talked about it in season one is it looks like it is it's way more intense but it's really not very intense. you don't even use all the pieces no but yeah i love that game and yeah it's one of the games when someone says like hey i want to get a game that's a little bit more than you know the the bases i'm like look at small world, Final world. yeah Dino <laughs> World's probably the next level up. <laughs> it's probably two levels. <laughs> I mean, Dino World's up there, and like, I think that's sub one below Gloomhaven level. 
Yeah, it's probably under one, a legacy. Yeah, it's probably one of the more difficult difficult games, and then I also enjoy it so much. Because a lot of times when you start, like we talked about, when you start getting to that difficult level, it's like okay, I don't really super care. You have to be really invested in the theme. The problem with the difficult games is they're often campaigns. Yeah, legacy, the adventures, Gloomhaven. They're they're ones that you you play again and again and again yeah. and it's the only thing you play and that's what kind of draw that kind of like wears you down agreed i want to play games all the time but like i haven't some of the easier games cascadia and like wingspan like i could play cascadia or wingspan every night we do and i'm not mad about <laughs> them but like with dice Zone, i played it now eight nights or whatever i'm like i don't want to play this anymore i want to play something else <laughs> Maybe that's just my ADD, like <laughs> so many other shiny things to look at. But well, the problem is, since we've been doing adventures, we've got new board games. Yeah, and we're like, can't even play them because game nights. This. Yep. Yeah, and we have you know limited nights for game nights. We can't. Unfortunately, we don't play games every night. I wish this was a job. <laughs> That'd be great. Yeah. <laughs> just play games all day. I know it's a dream. It's so crazy to think about, like. Like I watch content, like we technically are content creators, but I guess I mean, technically we're creating content and sharing it to the world. And we have listeners for sure. some odd reason that listen to us every week, but some odd reason, <laughs> but I, I want to hear about champions. I, Pokemon master trainer. I like watch and like, I'll watch, you know, YouTube videos and of, you know, board. Like, I feel like YouTube is when, or like Twitch or any of the streaming services, that's when like you are like really a content creator even though like we are content creating but I so I'm like these people who play games <laughs> eight hours a day it's like it's crazy <laughs> like it's crazy that's what they do it's crazy that's their job do you think they get fatigue I'm imagining that I would ha have to imagine like some especially in the video game world like the people who are just content creating like Call of Duty, DMZ, and Warzone, eight but, hours. But they play the same game. They play in the same game for six to eight hours a day. And like I don't I play it like two hours a week. Maybe. That even might be more than I actually play it. And like even now I'm just like, it's already to the point that like half the time, like I'm just like, okay, yep, I just went like forty and two. Like I don't like was that that fun? <laughs> like when I play like the small maps and obviously DMZ and Warzone changes that but the resurgence are really kind of cool because you can like drop back in as long as you win the gulag or yeah. your teammate buys you back in but you can't play that hard part with those ones is you can't play with randoms because a random will never go back and spend $4,000 to buy you back into resurgence even though you're like hey 4, 000, I'll drop 4000 as soon as it's if you bring me back to life and they just won't do it but yeah I'd have to imagine I mean, we get burnt out playing a game once a week, the same game, for like an hour or two. I can't imagine playing the same game eight hours a day. I think the reason it also burns me out mostly, though, is because we take breaks sometimes between the campaigns, the legacy games. Yeah. We have, you know, it takes more than us to get together. Yep. And sometimes we take breaks for two, three weeks. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, it's been a couple of weeks. I've lost that drive. And that motivation and i want to try something new yeah and i feel like almost with dice throne it's the same as i kind of feel with gloomhaven is 
We haven't lost. We haven't lost. We've also gotten to a groove, and we feel like... I'm doing the same things every turn. I, it's less the same as it was in Gloomhaven, just for the fact that, like... It's randomish. It's a little more random play to it, and you have way bigger deck Gloomhaven what? You had, like, 15 cards or something. If even. Yeah, so, like, you saw the same cards so often, but... Yeah, just... We came... We Last one, we came very close to losing, and technically, I think we did lose once we figured out the rules correctly because our ninja died mm -hmm. you salved him back to life and then we skipped the minions attack phase because he died during his phase the minions should have still attacked him we didn't ourselves no we didn't well, whatever. not at the time and he only had one health so like if he didn't avoid all damage like he would have died again and we would have lost we got a salve right after that Minion. We didn't lose. Yeah. Either way, it's a learning. But yeah, so it's like we haven't lost yet. And when you lose, you get so much stronger because you start with like three extra selves. But you lose so much points. <laughs> yeah, you lose so much virtual points. On your free. But that's the same thing with Blue Maven. It was like we just like would win every week, and it was like it's not that fun to always win. Once we found out the ruling that you don't spawn if you didn't have any more tokens. Because originally when we first started playing, yeah, we were just we were putting dice on the field because we're like, oh, it says four more, but there's only one. Yep. So we've been putting dice to represent them. Yeah. That was crazy. It made the game a lot harder than it needed to be. Yep. That's why I'm always interested to play it virtually. I think it'd be fun to play as a video game. It takes all of the yeah. stuff away from you, and all you're left with is just playing the card. Yeah, I think we would have played it even more because when we went virtual with Gloomhaven was Tabletop Simulator, yep. which is great. But a lot of lot of manual. It's work. still a lot of manual and buggy, work. and buggy. It's all user made, which is way more user than I would have ever done for someone else. But now it's on like Steam and all these other things that like it's a full game, full like you like stuffs hat like you watch your warrior do something. That's yeah, a video game. Yeah. I feel like it would have we would have kept playing it a little bit longer if, if Steam would have been faster. Yeah, it would have been faster, smoother. Steam has chat built in. <laughs> you want to be? We've been talking, yeah. We're on a Zoom call when we were doing it, but, <laughs> but yeah, I would I think that we would have played a little longer if we would have done Steam, but it wasn't. Steam was in beta when we went virtual. It was in beta for a long time. Yeah, but I think in beta you couldn't play one chapter. I think they had. You couldn't play with other people in beta, right? It was play, you played. Oh, maybe it was single only. I think it was single player with with UI as your team, which the people who played it had a lot of fun with it, but that wasn't what we were trying to do. It's fully released now. Yeah, cheap. It is cheap. I don't know. One day I'd I'd hope to get to a spot where I still have a dream of like owning a store. Yeah. And running it and hosting events. I think that'd be a blast. You don't make any money, but <laughs> fun. Yeah. Definitely a post-retirement type of uh, right, but stay even. Who knows in forty years what everything will be? I'm not gonna retire in forty years. Are you gonna retire when you're eighty no, years I'm, old? I'm gonna, reti <laughs> I'm gonna retire by forty-five to fifty. Yeah. So post-retirement, that's like that's ten to fifteen years from now. Yeah, I guess. I do think we'll still be playing board games. I have no doubt. Wonder what it's gonna be like by then, though. Yeah. Little games have little holograms. <laughs> like the. Harry Potter chest where it's like how the people have actually battle in the game. They just break the pieces. Yeah. Like, oh, that's <laughs> yeah, it'd be crazy. Yeah, I wonder how much change will happen. I mean, that's all I really got to talk about. Yeah, that's our collection. And uh, I think, yeah, for the most part, 
went kind of what I expected. I expected you to buy more expensive games yeah. and less of them, and I knew that I, I would send you mine. So I actually knew ahead of time. I was like, you're going to have so many. Because you play a lot more smaller games than yeah. I do. I have a lot more board. When I say board, I mean I'm holding it like an arms like a box. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm like carrying Gloomhaven in my hands. Yep. I was not expecting you to go full category Marvel, though. Oh, dude. As soon as I got to there, I started, like, I had Marvel Champions, the base game. And as soon as I listed it, I was like, how much is the expansion? How much is the soul? I was like, I was like, we're doing this. And I just started listing out. And I, I assumed that it would be the calculations. There, And I assumed that you would have a few, but I did not expect you to do the full category. Oh, man. If you're going to do it, just go. Just go all yeah. in. I mean, that's how it works, I guess. But It could be your only game and still be a blast. Yeah. Try every villain two times. Normal and hard. You can try every villain two times with each champion. You can multi. You can change all the champions' affiliations. It's just like yeah, there's so much you can do with it's that. Crazy. But yeah, that's all I have. You can find our page on Instagram at Instagram.com/slash/WhereIsTheRulebook, or email us at WhereIsTheRulebook at gmail.com. And don't forget to like or subscribe on however you're listening to us today. Give us any sort of ranking, any words in there help. Yeah, and for this week's question, we're just going to take one of ours and do a little different, make it a little easier for you guys to follow Joe's standard more than mine. And if you could buy one game for $50 or less, what would you buy? Or tell us what you had for lunch or dinner. I don't care. Joe doesn't care. We're going to look at them. We're going to laugh. But if you put something in there, it helps us in the ranking so other people find us. Uh, and like I mentioned a little bit ago, uh, this episode and all of season two will be sponsored by Lantern Games, a local game store in Traverse City, Michigan. They do have an amazing website. They do ship uh, for lantern.games is their website, which is super cool. It's not a .com. I think it's really cool. It's a .games. Also from their website, or if you go into the store, if you use the discount code RULEBOOK, you will receive 10% off, and that includes online purchases or, like I said, in-store purchases. So you can check out their website. You can uh, get a game sent to you or some magic cards or whatever else you might be looking for, and you get to save 10% by using the discount code RULEBOOK. Uh, but I think all of these games that we've talked about, all the games that we're going to talk about are owned by either Joe or myself or, in many cases, both of us. Uh, so they're not sponsored game reviews or anything. And last but not least, huge shout out to John Ransom for making our theme song. And if you liked our theme song as much as we both do, check out Jack Pine uh, for more music with John is slapping bass for them. Um, and check out their newest album, Embers, on Spotify streaming today. Thanks for playing.